0: To Ivy League Prep Academy Podcasts, where we explore ideas for living a better life and preparing for the university of your choice. We're your hosts, Nathaniel and Steve.
1: Welcome back. Today we are talking about the third law in the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth by John Maxwell. Uh, This particular law is you must see value in yourself to add value to yourself. Uh, Steve is with us today. He's going to talk about this law and how low self-esteem or lack of self-confidence is one of the biggest barriers that prevent people from growing and reaching their potential. Steve, how are you? And tell us about this new law that you're, uh, that you're exploring.
0: Yeah. So uh, law number three, the law of the mirror. And this, the idea here is you will not give yourself time to grow if you think you're not worthy of it, or you're not going to invest in yourself if you don't think that you are valuable enough to uh, to deserve that investment. And of course, uh, that's going to be a, a major impediment to your personal growth if you don't believe that you deserve to grow.
1: Oh, this sounds kind of like the, the saying, as a man thinketh, so is he. Uh, if you think you're awesome, <laughs> you are awesome. If you think you're terrible, if you think you're a low life and don't deserve much, then that's what you end up with. So, so how does John teach us how to use it?
0: Yeah, so obviously the opposite is is true as well. If you believe that you are worthy, you have value, you then deserve to be confident and you deserve to build your self-esteem and develop skills that, of course, is a, is a loop that feeds itself. So you're worthy of it. Then you work to improve. That improvement feeds back into your confidence. Your confidence grows because you're improving. That leads to this, the happiness advantage and, and positive feelings around your growth. And, then you start developing your skills even more. And, of course, this feedback loop continues to build on itself. But at some point, you do have to begin believing that you deserve to grow that you deserve to to expand and, and be valuable. And so, you know, I can't help but think about the many things that we do in our camp that are targeted around this very thing. So those who are listening who have been to the camp, I mean, you're probably already reaching your hands up into the air and saying, I am awesome. You know, the, the funny story about, uh, about I am awesome and, and kind of hitting, hitting rock bottom, but then realizing that that's, that's not serving you. And we have, of course, other activities that we do in camp. I think this is one of the major, major themes of the Ivy League elite camp, that each of us deserves to grow. And each of us has that within us to be... Um, to be an agent of change and to make the world a better place,
1: hmm. so how do we know if uh, if our mindset is healthy? How do we know if we have a growth mindset or or kind of a more negative con or mindset?
0: Yeah, I, you know I think you mentioned this perhaps with the, uh, without even trying, but uh, I would say one of one of the best resources for this law is Mindset, a book by Carol Dweck that we should talk about in this podcast. I, I imagine we can do that soon. But she goes through one of the most, uh, I would say, transformational studies in, in psychology. So transformational in the way that it shifted everyone's perspective. It wasn't too long ago that everyone kind of believed that you were born smart or your intelligence was born and it was fixed. Or that your skill, your ability to perform a certain task, um, your musicianship, your athleticism, your creativity, your communication skills, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, that, that each of these things, maybe you had some flexibility when you're, when you're really young and your brain is still developing. But after that point, uh, the mind becomes fixed and you have a finite kind of reservoir there, ability to learn new things. Well, Carol Dweck's study absolutely flies in the face of that idea. The truth is, when you believe that your, your intelligence is fixed, then you fix your intelligence and you stop growing, you stop learning new things. But if you don't believe that, if you believe that your intelligence is not fixed, that it can grow, that you can develop new skills, you can develop yourself in new ways, when you shift your mindset to believe that, then your mind follows suit, and it expands and grows, and, and we learn new skills, and, and we develop and master those skills. So uh, mindset, I think, is an excellent resource, and that's perhaps one of the first places you can go to, to check yourself. Uh, one example that Carol Dweck gives in the book, if you're a parent or a teacher, uh, or just a friend that wants to build people around around you, be very, very careful about your language. For example, if someone comes up to you, a child comes up to you and says, look, I got the answer right. Many people, perhaps before this book came out, the first thing that we might say is, wow, good job, you're so smart. You're such a smart boy. You're such a smart girl. And uh, what we learned through her research is that when you just do something as little as imply that it is the boy or girl's intelligence that allowed them to complete the task instead of their effort, when you imply that by saying, you must be so smart, then it causes a shift in the child. And the child is going to start focusing on doing things to prove that they are smart instead of doing things to grow. And the consequence is... Next time they have a challenge, they're going to choose to sit out the challenge because what if they are exposed that they're not as smart as the parent or teacher thought they were? Hmm. Versus someone who, instead of saying, Wow, nice job, you must be so smart. You're such a smart boy, you're such a smart girl, change that to, Wow, nice job. You must have worked really hard to figure that out. You must have really thought hard about that one. That shift, tiny, tiny shift linguistically, causes that child then the next time a challenge comes up, they would choose the greater challenge because now they can show greater effort and greater learning. And and so just that shift, change from I have a finite set or level of intelligence, I have a finite ability to perform, change to my mind is plastic. It can grow, it can stretch, I can learn new things. Hmm.
1: That's really interesting. So uh, instead of complimenting children, by saying that they're smart or that they have this naturally ingrained ability, you emphasize their hard work and their effort to get that that kind of outcome so that they uh, associate the outcome with effort rather than gifted intelligence.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's important to to try to do the same thing for ourselves. You know, don't depend on someone else giving you the right feedback. Try to watch your self-talk, right? What kind of feedback are you giving yourself when you struggle with something? Are you saying, "Oh, I'm too old for this. I must not be good enough for this. I'm not smart enough for this." Or is your self-talk, oh, "I'm just beginning. This is this must be what it's like when you first start learning this kind of new skill. Boy, that this is difficult right now for me. I'm I'm going to keep going until it gets easier for me." Or I'm going to look back and see how maybe I have improved, even though it's still difficult. Maybe it's not as difficult as it used to be. And any number of, I mean, that language is going to be a big sign. Your self-talk is going to be a big sign about where your mind is and how healthy you are. Wow,
1: That's that's a really important lesson. We come up against challenges all the time. And the difference must be between those who... who embrace challenges versus those who avoid challenges. It's, it's kind of that self-talk, I think that you're describing of saying, I may not know how to do this, but I can figure it out. Or I have the ability to work hard enough to get the outcome that I want here. And that's, that's really important because you might have the exact same ability as somebody else, but because you self-talked and cheerleadered, (laughs) if that's a word, we'll, we'll pretend that's a word. If you, you cheered yourself on well enough, then you have the ability to do it. You just have to have the mindset to have that ability.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I really think you know, the, the most confident people in the world, think about this for a second. We often think that the most confident people would be someone like Superman or Wonder Woman, right? They must be the most confident in the world. But in real life, who is most confident? the person who uh, says, I can figure this out, right? I don't know yet, but that's okay. I know how I have solved big problems in the past and I can figure this out. So give me enough time, let me identify what I'm missing, what skills I need to develop, what knowledge I need to acquire. I will go and do that. I can go and do that. I can develop the skills, I can do the research, I can learn the stuff, that I need to learn, and I can improve, right? I can figure out this this problem, versus people who who don't have that mindset. And so and so that's really the critical thing, right? We we can identify if we believe that we are worthy, uh, if we believe that we deserve to grow, by our self talk and and the way that we approach challenges in life.
1: Okay, so what are some signs? What are some ways to say, oh, I need to shift my thinking. I need to. I need to improve my mindset. How are? What are yeah. some telltale signs?
0: I, I would say first stop comparing yourself to others. So if you're spending a lot of time comparing uh, your progress to someone else's progress, and then you're coming up with conclusions around that, look, they are, they learned this faster. I must be less intelligent, or I must be less talented. That's a clear sign that that your self talk is in the wrong direction. Um, Similar, This is similar to the growth gap that we talked about in the first law, but the only comparison you should be making is to yourself uh, from your previous self, right? And are you managing the things inside of your own sphere of influence, inside your control? Are you improving in those areas? That's the stuff you should be thinking about, not how you compare to someone else. Another one is your beliefs, right? Do you believe that you are limited? Do you believe that because you're too old, now you can't learn this new thing? Do you believe that because you're too young, you can't make a difference? So a really quick study uh, done by taxi drivers in in London, which we've talked about once before in uh, in a previous episode. But remember those taxi drivers who, I mean, the, the streets of London, this really old city they're, they're not organized because the, the city developed organically over time, and it, it wasn't master planned. So the streets are just a maze. They're, they're absolutely crazy. And to become qualified to drive taxis in London, you have to pass a massive test. Well, even adults, 40, 50, 60 years old or older, were uh, taking this test and passing this test. And the study that they did to to become qualified to learn all of the roads in London so that they could pass the test so they could drive taxis, uh, if you did CAT scans before and after, which was done as part of a study, they discovered that the gray matter was expanding, that these people were developing new synapses, even in their 60s. Uh, you know, the, later on in life, the brain is still plastic, still growing, still expanding, and uh, connections are still being made. So if you have kind of limiting beliefs that say, because I'm too young, I'm too old, I'm too this or I'm too that, then watch those limiting beliefs, that's another clear sign. And so um, the last one I would say is if, if you constantly feel like a victim, right? If you feel like other people's actions are, are creating your experience and your happiness, your satisfaction in life, is dependent on what other people do or say to you or about you or around you, I would say all three of those are pretty good signs that you are uh, you are limiting your growth through this because you don't see value in yourself. Okay. Uh, what about,
1: I think all of these are, are really important, but what about those days where Everything just seems to go wrong, and uh, you you just kind of feel down. How does this play into those kinds of days, and what are some ways to get your mindset back on track when these negative circumstances cause us to feel negatively?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, remember how we begin every single camp. Every single camp begins with a discussion about two things. Right? And these things uh, weren't our original ideas. They both come from Brendan Burchard. He probably learned them from someone else. Uh, but the first is that my success is not dependent on people around me, right? So I have to choose to be successful. Well, what does that mean? Think about the power plant, right? A power plant doesn't just have energy. It creates energy. It takes raw materials that uh, exist and it combines those raw materials in a special way to create energy. Well, you don't just have a good day, right? You don't just have happiness in, in your life. You take raw materials, you take thoughts and feelings and experiences and beauty and music, you take what all these different raw materials around you, and you create through your own process you create the energy. In other words, you create the life that you choose and you create your attitude and you create your uh, response. So just like the power plant doesn't have energy, it creates it. You don't have energy. You don't have emotions. You don't have experiences. You create your energy. You create your emotional response. You create your reactions. You create your life. And so uh, remembering that is is really critical. The second thing is bring the joy, right? Wherever you go, uh, you don't wait for someone else to make you joyful. You bring the joy into the room. And uh, yes, that can be challenging when you're stuck in the middle of a funk, Right, you're in in the middle of a bad day. Then, if you haven't practiced generating energy and generating gratitude, generating those emotions that help build and 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 create joy in your heart, if you don't, if you're out of practice, then yeah, that that's that's probably not realistic on that day. And and maybe your best bet is to to uh, try to. You know, meditate or, or do some yoga or stretch or go on a run and work through the emotions so you can get back to, uh, to just feeling normal. But if you've spent time and you've learned some skills and you know how to generate, you have a skill set there, then absolutely, you can stop yourself. You can use a trigger uh, of one kind or another before you enter into a room, before you go talk to someone, before you write uh, write out your essay or, or whatever it is that you're engaged in, go ahead and and decide that you're going to bring joy into that activity. You're going to bring gratitude into that room, and you're going to bring presence, and you're going to make other people feel good. Okay, so those two themes, we begin every single camp, that your success will not come to you just by sitting in the camp. You have to generate your success, right? Just like a PowerPoint plant generates, uh, generates energy and you do have the ability to bring joy and bring energy into any experience that you find yourself in so choose to do it and once you've developed those two skills then uh, then those funk experiences where you're just stuck in a bad day they're fewer and, and further between and you have uh, you have resources to deal with it
1: Yeah. It seems like we're our own self-fulfilling prophecy. And if we think we're going to have a bad day or continue having a bad day, that's exactly what tends to happen. And sounds like what you're describing is these habits and tools are ways to begin or correct a day and uh, be able to nurture the kind of mindset where we self-talk our way into embracing challenges and persisting and, and continuing our efforts and learning and feeling grateful and, and having that growth mindset that you're describing.
0: Yeah, sure. And I would also say that there are specific things you can do, right? If you are stuck in that, in that mindset, even if you've developed these, these skills over time, you're probably going to discover what Things work for you. So some people need to go take a walk when they're stuck wallowing in self-pity. Other people need to shift their focus onto other people, right? How can I serve one person? How can I make one person feel better? Even though I'm having a horrible day, uh, can I do something meaningful for one other person and make them feel better so I, at least my day doesn't feel totally lost? And those are just two examples, going out and, and getting some fresh air, going on a walk. Some people might listen to music or sing or, or play an instrument. Um, others find a way to serve one other person, make, make someone smile in some way or hold a door open or do something uh, for someone. As you choose to be more effective at creating the emotional experience, creating the mindset that you want for yourself by realizing that just like the power plant doesn't just have energy, it creates energy. You don't have the life you want, you create that life. As you as you develop yourself understanding that principle, then you're going to identify uh, action steps that work for you specifically.
1: All right, so what are some takeaways? Um, now that we understand how important our self-talk is, how important our mindset is, what do you recommend we do and take away from all of this this lesson here?
0: Yeah, I would say begin with taking responsibility for your life. So choose to be responsible. In other words, choose to say, this life is meaningful. Uh, it's valuable. I'm going to appreciate it and be responsible for it. And so no matter your life story or background, you do have the ability to grow. Even if your life feels small and insignificant, you can take what you have and build on it. And as you build on that, you can begin to experience that confidence-competence loop that we talked about earlier in this episode. One thing that John Maxwell said, a quote from the book, he said, every time you take a step, think a positive thought, make a good choice, practice a small discipline— you're moving one step closer. Just keep moving forward and keep believing. So the idea is take a step, no matter how small, when you realize that you are responsible for your life, begin taking action steps. Begin taking small steps. Don't feel overwhelmed, uh, but just practice a small discipline daily. So I would say today, Start with one thing, maybe start with your mindset. Start with observing your self talk. But find a a kind of a theme for the day and practice small discipline in a specific area of your life. Because self worth comes from the positive habits, the actions that we do daily. And so rather than get overwhelmed by major parts of life, like your family and money and, and school, health, and so on, figure out that what you can do is uh, small but consistent, keep chipping away at it daily, create this discipline, and that discipline feeds back into your self-concept and your self-identity. And you begin to see yourself not as someone who's not worthy, but someone who is worthy, because why would you be feeding yourself if you weren't worthy and deserving of a better life? So those small action steps actually provide the proof for you that you are deserving.
1: All right. So it sounds like today we should do the thing that came to mind that helps us understand that we are worth it, that we have that growth mindset, that we have the ability to accomplish things we need to accomplish. Uh, It seems like the message here is if you feel you're worth it, then you'll invest in yourself to grow. And if you don't think you're worth it, you won't invest that time. And it's that investment in yourself that really changes the trajectory of your life and what kind of person and leader you end up being in the end. Absolutely.